what I really love about this game of baseball and what a lot of people don't really look at is the history of the game and the fact that the game was so much different 50 years ago and it's not what it is right now. You could talk about what was different then. You know, the fact that pitchers took hitting seriously back then to etiquette in the clubhouse. A lot of silly stuff, the shenanigans and stuff that goes on now would be unacceptable back then and the game was serious. It was a lot more serious. You didn't fraternize with the opposition. You know, now, now the guys are sitting there, you know, you got the best players on each team hugging before the game. It was nothing like it was then. You hated the opposition in 1960. They weren't your friends. They were the enemy. M-T-R. And honestly, I think that's a situation where if I'm the Miami Marlins, and yes, there aren't a ton of fans that go out and support this organization, which I think they do deserve to take some criticism for. You got a damn friggin' new ballpark. How come you're not filling it up? Especially after you went out there, you brought in a world-class manager in Ozzie Guillen. Whatever you could say about him, he's a proven winner. You bring in Jose Reyes. You bring in Mark Burley. You bring in Heath Bell. You got stars like Giancarlo Stanton. Logan Morrison's a good player. Josh Johnson. What the heck are you doing not supporting a team in South Florida that has the opportunity to win? And they've won two World Series. How can you be a fan down there and not support your friggin' team? Yet you're going to go out there and support the Miami Hurricanes, a team that's got sanctions from the NCAA, for Christ's sake. T-R. Listen, it's great having Phil on because he tells the story that probably the other side of baseball because we talk about how so many pitchers come up with the, the promise and become disappointments. This was kind of the other side. I mean, this is a guy that came up really, and as I said, at age 20, making his major league debut with the Toronto Blue Jays in 1979. After a year, it was over. They ran him out there every day. Obviously, his record and what happened was a sign that the team was not very good. 6-18, and 18, he led the American League in losses. The team went 53-109 and 109 in just his third season. This is essentially an expansion team we're talking about here. There was about eight or nine no decisions that he had that he had a chance to grab some wins. So there was a guy that pitched a little bit better than his record. The next season, and this guy only gets six innings in spring training after making 31 starts the year before. And it starts a spiral of what becomes the end of his career. Made a cameo with the Baltimore Orioles in 1985. But essentially, it was all over after that. And it's not fair for a guy that was just 21 years old to be deprived his chance on a Toronto Blue Jays team that was not very good. Because it seems like it was self-sufficient for the Toronto Blue Jays. They needed a guy to grab the ball every fifth day on a team that was losing 109 games. But when it came to the next year, to pitch the guy six innings in spring training is an absolute joke. M-T-R. The Miami Marlins didn't have a representative on the All-Star team. There's your loophole. The, the league for years has said that there's going to be a representative from each team on the All-Star team. Now, if you're going to do it, do it. If not, get away from it. Don't do it. Select the best players that belong there. If your team sucks and you don't have a good enough player to be an all-star, then you shouldn't have an all-star. Now, if, if that's the way you're going to go, do it all the time and be consistent with it. Why just say, all right, well, you know, if Giancarlo Stanton's selected to the all-star team and he gets hurt at the last minute, it's up to the manager to select a replacement. If he doesn't select a re- replacement as a Marlin, then they don't have representation. I, I just I just don't like the fact that it's half-assed there. I mean, there's been some terrible teams. You look at the 2003 Tigers who lost 119 games. Do you think they deserved an all-star? They had, they, they had a, a pitcher lose 21 games. You want to just put him on the all-star team? It's kind of a joke. If you're going to go and reward every team, no matter how terrible they are, with an all-star, then you're going to create a loophole that if your guy gets hurt right before the end, we're not going to replace him with a guy from your team. M-T-R. It's a whole different conversation you could have 
about whether Jose Reyes should be with the Mets or not. My point is you can't look the other way when the Mets have three injured shortstops now. When last year, when Jose Reyes was missing a couple weeks here and there with a hamstring injury, the Mets were missing one shortstop. 